everyone. Welcome to Discover Joyous Love. I'm your host, Anita DeFrancesco. This is episode number 24, and the topic is, How Does Toxic Shame Affect Relationships? Now, again, this is another broad topic, toxic shame. What is it? How do you get it? How do you get rid of it? What does it look like? How does it affect your relationship? This emotional debris that creeps up and surfaces when you start to get closer to a romantic partner. And as you begin to get closer and closer in the relationship, more um, dormant emotions surface and this emotional debris becomes a part of, of what's happening in the relationship. So relationships are really, first of all, in relationships, you're supposed to be working as a team, not against each other, but with each other and healing each other, giving each other that confidence. But sometimes when this emotional debris comes up and there's a lot of toxic shame, uh, there's a lot of opposition and a lot of obstacles that prevent the two people from going deeper in their lovemaking, going deeper in the next step of their relationship. You know, because in relationships, you start out with courting, you start out with, you know, getting to know the person. Hopefully you're not jumping right in the bed and taking your time to get to the sexual uh, part of the relationship. <clears throat> but this whole thing with emotional debris and toxic chain is very dangerous and very serious. And there is a book that I had the opportunity of studying with John Bradshaw, his book, um, Healing the Shame That Binds You. And um, he, he says in, in my uh, statement that I'm going to put up this week, um, he's, he says that, um, let's see here, shame is internalized when one is abandoned. Abandonment is the precise term to describe how one loses one's authentic self and ceases to exist psychologically. John Bradshaw, Healing the Shame That Binds You. And he talks a lot about addictions. Shame is the heartbeat of addiction. Shame and hiding is what I've always said. When people put a lid on you or people can't face you or express who they are or they have this thing about them that they don't want to accept or look at or they feel bad about. And, and this is shame. They're hiding the shame. But there is a difference between shame and ashamed. Now, I know there was a song out by the Spinners. It's a shame. A shame is something that you, you do wrong. You did something and you feel ashamed about it. You stole something in a store and you feel ashamed about it. Shame is much more emotionally, somatically connected to the body, mind, and spirit, and generally derives from the roots of our childhood and psychosexual um, development. So the shame is much different than a shame. A shame is just you've done something bad, you cursed at an older person. Ooh, that's a shame. You know, or you slept late and you missed the party, so to speak, or whatever, the great job or whatever. And that's a shame, but that's not shame. So they are different. I'll talk about them. So let me get into shame. People that have shame need to work in what we call the shadow work to start to tap into the shadow, the deep, the shadow that is your, your trauma that you live with, that, that, part of you that's dormant. 
It's a self-conscious emotion and informs us of an internal state of inadequacy, worth, worthiness, regret, or disconnection. Um, so, so shame lives around the people that that experience the low self-worthiness or the low self-esteem, or they, uh, you know, they, it comes from abandonment or being neglected uh, in any way in your life, not necessarily as a child, just in anything. Maybe your friends, they, they, they kick you off to the curb. They're your friend today. They're not your friend tomorrow. And that happens in relationships. And so, you know, these are patterns in the body. So it, it becomes clear that it's a disconnection and we're, and the shame is what's starting to govern you now. It's a clear signal that our positive feelings have been interrupted your positive feelings. So take a look at your positive feelings. Do you have positive feelings? Do you emote and, 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 uh, optimize and, and connect to the bet, you know, the, not the better things in life, but the things that are more, that are positive, that are, you know, it's a rainy day, but, oh, it's a bad day. If it's a rainy day, it's a beautiful day because every day is a beautiful day. So when people connect to say a rainy day, oh, it's a bad day. Then all of a sudden, they're going into reducing the positive part of them. It's a pattern, again, another pattern and, and triggers. So people that have a lot of toxic shame are triggered very easily, you know, emotionally. What, what toxic shame is a concealed, contagious and dangerous emotion, concealed, contagious and dangerous emotion. Shame can lead us to feel as though our whole self is flawed, is bad. So if you have this shame, you may feel like the, the part of you is belittled. You're belittled, you're condescending, or maybe someone belittled you and condescended you uh, with negative uh, speech and, and, and um, putting the lid on you, so to speak. And so we always feel if you have this toxic shame that you're flawed, you're bad, and you're always seeking to possibly be accepted by others out there and even yourself shame keeps one stuck in the past so i see a lot of shame and hiding in people i i read it in their body language in their gestures and in the way they look at you with their eyes being a psychotherapist and a love and relationship coach founder of tantra wisdom and discover joyous love this podcast i start to study people's gestures, the way they walk, the way their eyes are, the way their lips move. And this is part of my dance movement therapy background, learning about the gestures of the body, which I have become so enlightened and so connected to that I'm able to actually sense, even if someone is wearing a belt and what they have around their body, just the whole energy of the somatic body. It's just wonderful to uh, be able to see those things. Partly, it's 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 a develop it's a developed perceptiveness, a developed intuitiveness as well. Now, shame avoidance leads to withdrawal or addictions that attempt to mask its imp impact. So, people that have suffer from addictions, say, love and sex addicts, uh, you know, NA narcotics or AA or or any type of addiction out there, they tend to want to mask the impact of the shame because the shame. The shame keeps them lowly, so to speak, and um, it has a lot of guilt and it leads to a hiding type of character. They'd be the type that wouldn't look in the eyes. They would have armor. 
They would have sexual armor. They would have armor in the eyes. They may not look directly at you because they they feel like they can't because they um, they're hiding. And it, a lot of it stems again from the childhood. Attacking others helps the shamed person disown it. So be aware of the toxic shame in your romantic relationship that your partner, say your partner is suffering from toxic shame, they will attack you. They will belittle you. They will make you feel what they're feeling and in, in projecting that onto you that you become the one that is the shame after a while. So they disown it that way. Again, they shift it. But it's all false. Belittling others to feel confident. So it becomes their pseudo-ego power. They're relocating one's own shame into another. This is called transference. So you have transference, right? That we pick up biologically from people that we're close with or people that we, we work around or, or more even so our family members, our blood family members. Um, it's, it's just another typical self. Shame is another is a typical self-protective manner among narcissists. So the shame, it usually a lot of toxic shame exists in the narcissistic personality and they use the toxic shame to cover up the narcissism. It's internalized shame is denied. So the denial becomes the character. Control becomes the character. Avoidance becomes the character. Shame is toxic because it's hidden, it's concealed. Imagine this dormant part of yourself that is shut down, that is frozen. Let's wake it up. I'm here to tell you that you can, you know, I suffered from uh, some toxic shame, shame and hiding as a young child growing up. Not what, what caused my toxic shame was that I came from a family where there was domestic violence and I would go into the world and that would make me feel not ashamed because I didn't do anything bad. It would make me feel shame for what I was living with and experiencing coming home to parents that were physically abusing each other. And so this is where a lot of the foundation of shame begins in, in the in uprooted into whatever the family foundation is. Shame is toxic again, because it's hidden concealed. And there you go. It's the transference, the shadow and the body memories. So what happens is we are living in that shadow. Let's take that shadow and let's become one with the shadow. The body remembers everything. Remember the body that remembers things and that's how we become triggered. But if we open up those patterns and we heal those patterns and we release them emotionally through anger, cleansing work, Dr. Wilhelm Reich's work that I practice, I'm a, um, a, a Reichian organo, organomy somatic psychotherapist where I address the body brain in the sense of more so than the, the mind to get to the emotions quicker. And the body memories are in your cells, in your nervous system. Toxic shame, a feeling of worthlessness. When others belittle you, it becomes a belief about the self. So be careful if you're in that, if your mate is a toxic shame person. And how do you see it? Well, if you start to believe that um, the belittling that that person projects upon you and that condescending attitude, and you start to believe that about yourself, that is a red flag that you are, your partner suffers from toxic shame. That's one. 
Shame and guilt are difference. The difference between them. Guilt is when you know you did something wrong, like you robbed the bank and now you're guilty. You stole something in a store, you're guilty. Shame when you feel you're not enough goes back to that deep set emotions because of negative people who belittled and condescended you. So the toxic shame person received a lot of negative input as a, as a child. that or somewhere along the line from from a partner or something or on a job they were just constantly targeted and and, and um, criticized and that critical voice you know took took them over and one's confidence suffers then when you have toxic shame so you become over some people can become overdeveloped in the ego as to per, to be looking like they have all this confidence but inside they're very passive they're suffering and they are very sad inside they are a little hurt boy or girl and uh the one's confidence suffers because of this deep-seated emotion which can affect the way you see yourself look in the mirror and see what you see guilt says the thing you did was wrong so you robbed the bank well you're guilty you cheated on your mate you better be guilty <laughs> Shane says because you did that thing you are a bad person. That's what Shane will say. Toxic shame is that repeated head chatter that says you're not enough. You're not good enough. You can't do anything. These are the words that shout out in the head that we live with this chatter this noise. So we've got to get rid of it folks and I can show you how. starts in childhood in the way you were given the feedback how did your parents give you feedback oh you're not good enough or you never do anything right how about that you know you're you're trying your best to do something or you know help mom in the kitchen you never do it right so when they come back with that negative um you know that negative projection that negative uh, feedback this is this is where the shame can start as well lashing what's wrong with you that's another thing a lot of parents say to their children you'll never be as good as them or you'll never be as good as me so these are things that or maybe they they, they it's it's part of their control issues and part of their insecurity issues and part of their issues and not wanting to see you uh detach from them so there's a lot of attachment issues here it translates to you the person receiving it I'm not worthy of love and holding on to unworthiness, feelings of shame. And it's behind. So what happens is the character isolates, you withdraw. Then you become this angered chip on the shoulder type person. So you're constantly discharging anger or you're just not happy, you know? You're just not happy. And those kind of feelings they they shape you. They shape who you are. but we can fix this. It's really not that hard. You just have to want to do the work. It's an escape. Now how do you recover from the toxic shame? A lot of toxic shame requires mindfulness, spirituality. Um uh some people because of the emotional neglect as a child, they didn't receive the attention and there wasn't a lot of emotional expression or connection. There was a lot of emotional neglect and abandonment, feeling left out. love wasn't there. So to to recover from toxic shame, we have to start to go to therapy to begin with and work the emotions, and start to process the emotions and start to get into groups and start to uh connect with people and 
and, and allow yourself to feel part of the circle rather than looking from the outside in, be in the circle rather than the outside. And it takes work. You know, uh, I teach dance therapy and tantra classes and all of these things. And the love, when we start to practice talking and communicating in, in group therapies and tantra, my tantra workshops are group therapy, basically. Um, psychological group therapy to help people to open up to the heart that was uh, that became frozen and shut down and cut off and, and uh, open that part of themselves so that they could not be so isolated and they could have a life again. Now, ashamed is a feeling that comes with remorse, comes with a sense of inferiority or regret due to some stupid actions. Again, like you robbed the bank. That's a shame. Or you, you cut school, right? And you feel ashamed about it. Ooh, you, you played you played hooky today or whatever and so but shame is different shame a feeling of embarrassment and guilt self-hate being ashamed is the act of feeling shame due to a particular thing shame is succeeded by anxiety and emotional distress so if if you have shame you're going to be sure to have tension anxiety and emotional distress Going back to ashamed, being ashamed causes withdrawal from things that might lead to create a particular situation. Um, one last thing here I'd like to say on shame, a self-conscious emotion associated with withdrawal and worthly, worthy, worthlessness. So take a look between you and your partner, sit down and start to see if there are any red flags here. Do either one of you, or do you feel that your partner belittles you? Do you feel that your partner um, has a sense of worthly, worth, worthlessness or low self-esteem. So a lot of these things, the toxic shame, do they have abandonment issues in their life? Look at the patterns, look at what happens in their life and, and the repetitiveness around them that goes on. It's not that hard to see the toxic shame, but my advice to you is to first start therapy, but first start to read John Bradshaw's book. Uh, his book, uh, the sh um, let's see the name of his book again. It's a uh, healing the shame that binds you. And I had the opportunity to study and meet with him way back in the day when he was just new on the scene with that book. And I'll tell you that was a, um, a deal breaker for me. That was the turning point of my life. One of the turning points I've had many awakenings and turning points, but his book in particular, is one and people who have addictions should really read it because he he talks a lot about addictions he says shame is a healthy emotion but for addicts shame is an emotion that festers it destroys our ability to love to find happiness to be spontaneous and it reinforces feelings of self-loathing and unworthiness in recovery people that go to uh, 12 step meetings they learn to admit that and our, our defects and make amends to identify the trauma and pain we have experience in which we have caused. In Bradshaw's, the groundbreaking book, which is, is, is an old book now, we learn how to rid ourselves of the toxic shame to experience shame as a healthy emotion. Shame can be a healthy emotion. So keep that in mind. Essential to our recovery, in addition to everything else, right? Healthy shame reinforces our sense of self and worthiness, allowing us to acknowledge and defend our boundaries, to feel happiness and pleasure in a life of sobriety. So I'm going to leave you on this. Thank you for tuning in to discoverjoyouslove.com. You can find me there, tantrawisdom.com, all the same website. I have two books, Live Free, which can be found on Amazon, and my other book, The Donna Gentile Story, a true crime book, 
about a woman who was murdered. And it's just a fantastic book. If you're into true crime, you want to read that. Thanks for tuning in. If you have uh, any other questions, you could uh, find me and send me a note.